Bertie Pollock, six, was the son of Irene Pollock, thirty-seven, and Stuart Pollock, forty, and older brother of Ulysses Cahoon Pollock, one. Ulysses was also the son of Irene, but possibly not of Stuart, the small boy bearing a remarkable resemblance to Bertie's psychotherapist, recently self-removed from Edinburgh to a university chair in Aberdeen. Stuart, too, had been promoted, having recently been moved up three rungs on the civil service ladder after incurring the gratitude of a government minister. This had happened after Stuart, in a moment of sheer frustration, had submitted the numbers from the Scotsman's Sudoku puzzle to the minister, representing them as likely North Sea oil production volumes. He had immediately felt guilty about this adolescent gesture. Homo ludens, playful man, might be appreciated in the arts, but not in the civil service, and had he been able to attract the figures, he would have done so. But it was too late. The minister was delighted with the encouraging projection, with the result that any confession by Stuart would have been a career-terminating event. So he remained silent, and was immensely relieved to discover later that the real figures, once unearthed, were so close to his Sudoku numbers as to make no difference. His conscience was saved by coincidence. But never again, he said to himself. Irene had no interest in statistics, and always adopted a glazed expression at any mention of the subject. "'I can accept that what you do is very important, Stuart,' she said in a pinched, rather pained tone. "'But frankly, it leaves me cold. No offence, of course.' Her own interests were focused on psychology. She had a keen interest in the writings of Melanie Klein and the raising of children— Bertie's education in particular was a matter of great concern to her, and she had already written an article for the journal Progressive Motherhood, in which she had set out the objectives of what she described as the Bertie Project. The emphasis, she wrote, must always be on the flourishing of the child's own personality, yet this overriding goal is not incompatible with the provision of a program of interest enhancement in the child herself. Irene was not one to use the male pronoun when a feminine form existed. In the case of Bertie, I constructed a broad and fulfilling program of intellectual stimulation, introducing him at a very early stage, four months, to the possibilities of theatre, music, and the plastic arts. The inability of the very small infant to articulate a response to the theatre, for example, is not an indication of lack of appreciation. Far from it, in fact— Bertie was, at the age of four months, taken to a performance by the Contemporary Theatre of Krakow at the Edinburgh Festival and reacted very positively to the rapid changes of light on the stage. There are many other examples. His response to Clay, for instance, was noticeable when he was barely three, and by the age of four he was quite capable of distinguishing Peplo from Matisse. Some of these claims had some truth to them, Bertie was, in fact, extremely talented, and had read way beyond what one might expect to find in a six-year-old. Most six-year-olds, if they can read at all, are restricted to the doings of Spot the Dog and other relatively unsubtle characters. Bertie, by contrast, had already consumed not only the complete works of Roald Dahl for children, but also half of Norman Lebrecht's book on Mahler and almost seventy pages of Miranda Carter's biography of the late Anthony Blunt. 
His choice of this reading, which was prodigious on any view, was dependent on what he happened to find lying about on his parents' bookshelves, and this was, of course, the reason why he had also dipped into several volumes of Melanie Klein, and was acquainted too with a number of Freud's accounts of his famous cases, especially those of Little Hunts and the Wolfman. Little Hans struck Bertie as being an entirely reasonable boy who had just as little need of analysis as he himself had. I think Dr. Freud shouldn't have worried about that boy, Hans, Bertie remarked to his mother as they made their way one afternoon to the consulting rooms of Bertie's psychotherapist in Queen Street. I don't think there was anything wrong with him, Mummy. I really don't. That's a matter of opinion, Bertie, answered Irene. And actually, it's Professor Freud, not Dr. Freud.